Welcome to Authentico. This is Gabriela. And Junior. Back to the drawing board. This podcast is created with you in mind, the Latino professional and business owner determined to succeed. Por eso conversamos en dos idiomas and discuss a wide range of topics. As diverse as our audience and provide you with tools and resources. Esperemos que les guste. Hello, hello, hello. ¿Cómo están? ¿Cómo estás tú, Junior? Yo, bueno, yo, yo no sé cómo están los listeners de nosotros, pero yo estoy muy bien. You know, ahora mismo estamos grabando y hay una, una ventana, o hay dos ventanas ahora mismo. And the sun's out. It's not completely clear out, but it sounds like nice and out. It's super cold, but it's just really cool looking outside. So I'm doing really good. I'm one of those people who is like influenced by the weather, you know, like whenever it's like nice out, I'm happy. Whenever it's cloudy and dark out, I'm feeling kind of gloomy. What? Yeah, yeah, that's how I am. Mm -hmm. Really? Believe it or not, I'm not all rainbows and sunshine all the no, time. No, y eso que aquí en San Luis, donde estamos ahora, there's so much sun. And I know that la gente que vive aquí quizás piensa que no hay mucho... Uh, mucho sol, but moving here from Michigan, oh my gosh, like we would go weeks with no sun. Yo no podía hacer eso, And so Gabi. when people complain here, I'm like, what are you talking about? I see the sun at least every other day. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't do that. Um, a friend of mine who who uh, was born and spent like the first 10 years of his life in Cuba, uh, lived in St. Louis and now moved to Minnesota. And the other day, when it was like 16, 16 degrees, I sent him a text message. And I was like, hey, man, take that Minnesota weather back. He sent me a screenshot of the weather. It was negative five. Wind chill was negative 16. So it's all relative. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I couldn't do it. Estamos en una situación mala. Someone else is dealing with more stuff. Exacto. Yeah. We're speaking of dealing with more stuff and all, you know, it's all relative. Uh, today's topic is... Like a lot of our topics, very interesting, I think. I think we, we of have... Of course que le gusta el tema, because he decided that this is what we wanted to talk about. And I think that that's the amazing part of being a podcast host, is we get to decide we what do. we talk about. So hey, no one tells us what to do. We are our own bosses here. <laughs> and hopefully our listeners don't switch over, because they also find it that it speaks to them and... and uh Where they want to go, where they've been, or where they are right now in their careers, their lives, or their businesses. Um, but today's topic um, is about um, whether or not you are the product of your environment. Uh, and like with a lot of uh, the things that we talk about, we don't necessarily want to convince you one way or the other, but just to give you our perspective. And sometimes that perspective... Um, May, like we may disagree with each other or sometimes we're aligned with it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's the beauty of Authentico Podcast is that, you know, like we don't necessarily organize all of our topics ahead of time and sometimes we're like on the fly, oh, I want to talk about this. And like we said before we hit record and let's see where we go with it. And that's part of the fun, I think. Of, yeah, I think of, of it's us. also because we're both oranges. <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't know if we've talked about our personality assessments in the past. We have, Something yeah. that I feel that keeps coming up as we continue to develop ourselves and continue to develop mm -hmm. other people is all these tools 
that are available to us. I know like you went through the high school, uh, not the high school, the Hispanic Leadership Institute mm-hmm. um, that the, the Chamber of Commerce has and that you guys took the DISC assessment. Right. And then you've also worked with one of our members, Judy Ryan, and so you were also taking the intrinsics. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are so many tools that really give feedback and at first I was a little hesitant to take them because I feel like it puts me in a box. And then initially I'm like, that's not me. What are they talking about? This test is this dumb. Um, in fact, Junior and I took a test earlier today about our fear assessment. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I said as soon as I got my results was what? You were like, no, that's not me. I'm going to have to retake this. <laughs> I'm going to have to go a little bit deeper. <laughs> so I think that that's like a natural reaction, at least for me. is. And then when I look into it, it's like, Wow. Mm-hmm. How can a couple of questions like know me so well? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's how we got to today's topic. So I'm going to go ahead and let Junior lead us off. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of that, um, that test or that assessment that we were taking. Um, so apparently mine is the pessimist. And if you've known me for more than five, six years, you're probably thinking like, wait, there's no way. Like the pessimist for Junior, you know, the, this guy is always looking at the, the cup is halfway full, looking at things on the bright side kind of thing. But I feel like the last several, maybe last couple couple years or so, um, have really changed me. Um, and I'm not, I'm not yet at a point where I can say, um, well, how has it changed me and how did it impact the rest of my life? Because it's still so soon and it's still so new and just still so fresh and raw. Um but I wasn't surprised when I got that test. And that's the comment that I said whenever um, whenever I told you, okay, I'm done. I'm the pessimist. And you're like, really? Yeah. He, um, he wasn't as, um, como se dice, like doubtful as I was. He kind of like let it sink in. Mm-hmm. He read what the pessimist description said. He's way more um, in tune with his inner feelings about it than I was. Yeah. Well, and I think that part of that is because I had been thinking about it. I have been thinking about how I've changed. You know, I um, I went from an individual contributor role in the last two two years to leading a team to then now leading a department in just two years, you know? So whereas, like you said earlier, I have invested in myself. You know, I've gone through leadership development programs, couple so far from the chamber being one of the favorite ones that I've ever had and not saying that because we're recording here, but truthfully, because that's what I felt. Um, but I've also taken these assessments and I do read into them and I do try to psychoanalyze myself. Um, but a lot has changed in the last two years, you know, and, um, whereas before I was a little bit more adventurous, you know, kind of like more willing to, to say, like, let me go, let me make these decisions. Now I'm a little bit more cautious. Um, and it made me think, well, you know, how is it that someone can change that much in, in two years? And then I went a little bit back in my life and I said, you know, to you, you know, people say, like, you are the, the, the product of your environment kind of thing. And, you know, like you, I was someone who was like, no, don't put me in a box, you know, like <laughs> I'm not that person. And probably in six months to a year, I may go back to that again because, again, I'm still psychoanalyzing this here. Um, but I do feel that there's some truth to it. You know, I um, you, you've 
I, I won't bore you with all the details if you're listening and you've heard my story and care in, in um, Gabriela's story before, but I grew up in New York City and everything that you could possibly need was inside that block, the block in New York where I lived, um, the radius, you know, uh, the stores, the bodega, la, la ropa, la, la escuela, la gente, el environment. And you think that this is, this is it. Like this is all that there is to life because your neighbor does it and the neighbor on the other side does it and your family does it. Everyone does it. That's all you ever see. And that's all you see. And this, this is what, how you define what life is for you. Um, and you know, you do have those people who come out of adver- of, of, of all the adversity who rise above it all, but they're far and few in between. And that's why we make such a huge, huge deal about those people is because it's not common. I mean, look at, uh, the ex president Obama, for example, you know, where single mom, you know, biracial at that during those times, um, he probably had it pretty tough, and I, I can't I can't speak to the struggles that he had or that he went through because I'm not the one to do that. But still, he rose above it all to become the commander in chief of this country. And the reason those stories are so big is because that's not usually how life plays out when you're in that kind of environment where this is all you know. There's really no expectation that you're going to go to college. Um, I uh, when I was in New York. My, not that there's anything wrong with this at all, but kind of just speaking to, um, why people do what they do, you know, kind of thing. Um, my cousin, uh, was in high school and all of his friends, when they graduated high school, they would become security guards at, at, a, a Yeshiva University, which is in Washington Heights. It's a, uh, it's a Jewish college. Um, and every single one of his friends, that I knew, um, maybe not all of them, but that I knew will graduate high school and immediately start working as a security guard at Yeshiva University. And what do you think he ended up doing? The same thing. The exact same thing. And again, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I wonder, just wonder if maybe that community back then, I don't know how Washington Heights is now because it's been so long since I moved there, moved from there, have, have they had more resources, more conversations around college, more conversations around um, career paths? Right. Um, how maybe a lot of those kids, men, uh, would have making would have made different decisions in their in their careers. You know, right. I feel like a lot of their decisions on where to work when once they finished school was because of their environment. Yeah, and I, I guess I struggle a little bit with the term that you're the product of your environment because it m- initially sounds like you you're you're going to be that and you don't have a choice. But what I've also started to realize is that you're the product of your environment. At whatever point in your life that you are, you can always change your environment. So not just your environment, but the people that you have that surround you. So. What's the saying about you're the average of the five people you spend time with? Right. And so a lot of times I think, too, in our communities, the conversations in our families or amongst our friends are not being had to help us elevate and move on to something else, right? So like in that example, I mean, the conversation was probably like, okay, well, I'm about to finish 
high school, let me go ahead and put in my application. Right. Because that was the people that he hung around with. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's a, where I see, like, like I told you, or we were talking about Hispanic Leadership Institute earlier, where I see the Hispanic Chamber doing something different. We're starting to have the conversations with the youth in our community about other possibilities about college. Now, granted, college isn't for everybody for many reasons, mm -hmm. right? That's not necessarily your first step after high school. But if no one is having the conversation with you, then you're never going to know that that's even an option for mm -hmm, you. Mm -hmm. I mean, in my own case, I remember... Nos acabábamos de venir a vivir a Missouri en el 85. Vivíamos en Troy, Missouri. No conocíamos a nadie. Veníamos de California. So, aparte de que éramos una familia pequeña, no teníamos una comunidad más grande de la familia. And so, I, I don't even know how I started getting involved with the Inroads program, which places talented youth in corporate America for summer internships. And so they were all of a sudden telling me that I could do things, that I could go to college, that I had to take the ACT, the SAT, that I had to apply for FAFSA. So they're telling me all these things that not only I had never heard about, but neither had my family. Mm -hmm. I bring up the conversation to my mom. I don't even know how I did that because back then it was so hard to talk to my, my parents um, just because it was like, they're not going to know what I'm talking about. And sure enough, my mom's like, if you want to go to college, go for it, but you're going to have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And so surrounding yourself, myself with a different group changed the conversations that we started to have at home. And so that's why I was saying that when we talk about you're a product of your environment, it sounds like you're a product of where you came from initially and you never have room for that to change. Mm -hmm. So I want to challenge anyone that has, has said that or thought that, that, yeah, you're a product of your environment because those experiences help you deal better with adversity and overcome challenges and barriers so look at those things as positive things mm -hmm. but you're also a product of the five people that you spend the most time with the conversations that you have i mean i think part of your outlook on life has changed as well because all of a sudden you're around totally new people yeah you're around a whole new industry than the one you were in before mm -hmm. that's leading you now in a new direction mm -hmm. um yeah i mean That's a hundred percent true. Y me recordaste, me recordaste de, de que yo también estaba en uno de esos, de esos programas que, que por, el, por el verano, I mean, I'm not sure if yours was over the summer or not, mm -hmm. pero por un verano yo trabajé en Chase Bank en New York City, downtown um, by uh, Broadway, like where everything happens, you know. Where, you got out of the neighborhood. I got out of the neighborhood, and for the first time ever, I had to get dress pants because it was business casual back then. Uh, and uh, my first check, I bought my mom her very first cell phone. And we're talking late 90s, so that was like a huge deal back then. Pero just getting out of that environment uh, and being around um, business people, I mean, that changed me too. Because that was around the same time that my parents had split up, that my mom moved upstate. So in order for me to get to work, I would have to take the Metro North all the way down to Times Square to then then take another train to go uh, to Broadway. Um, but it, again, if you've been listening to our episodes, and if you haven't, I would encourage you to do that just to kind of get to know a little bit, to get to know about our personalities and how we've gotten to where we are right now. Um, But that was around the same time that I was also going to a different high school. 
So an open campus high school, no barbed wires, no metal detectors. And that's, yes, that's true. Um, so my, I feel like my environment changed. Um, and then your opportunities changed. And that was exactly. And then all of a sudden my opportunities, my outlook, uh, uh, my choices changed because now I have choices I didn't necessarily have before. Um, and when when I first started going to this new school in upstate New York, all the kids already had an idea what college they were going to go to. College was never a topic in my house, nor in any of my classes. And I'm not going to blame the adults mm-hmm. um, because I was one of those kids that will go to to his own school because no other school would take me, you know. So, not to blame all the adults, you know. I I had a uh, I played my own part here, um, and and I take responsibility for that. But you know, when we talk about diversity and inclusion um, in organizations, a lot of times um, we tap on those people who have made it out, and we miss out on all the other ones that can bring a lot of value to the table because we don't necessarily engage with those communities, mm-hmm. only with the ones that are that make it out kind of thing, you know? Right, right. And because re- their parents split up or right. whatever happened, happened. And you reminded me of a local um, business leader right now that spent many years in the foster system. Mm-hmm. And I don't know his story completely, but I have to imagine that in the moment, it was very difficult, but a, a lot of those past experiences, and like I said, overcoming of barriers and challenges, I am sure have led to not only the drive and determination to continue to help the community and be a part of the solution, but also to excel, to continue to do better. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I mean, I, I guess let's bring it back to, I mean, we're saying all this not just to blame our past or to talk about um, what happened before we had control, but also now, you know, you are a product of your current environment. Right. So you now have, as adults, todos podemos decidir, no solo cuál va a ser nuestro futuro, pero quién nos va a ayudar a llegar a ese futuro. Exacto. Um, ¿Quiénes son? Piensa, cierra los ojos, piensa, ¿quiénes son las cinco personas con las que me rodeo? ¿De qué hablamos? ¿De qué soñamos? Uh-huh. ¿De qué platicamos? ¿Qué yeah. estamos leyendo? Uh-huh. ¿Qué estamos viendo? ¿Qué hacemos con nuestro tiempo libre? Uh-huh. Y realmente es un punto para poder asesorar y ver, ¿can I do more? ¿Should uh-huh. I do more? ¿Do uh-huh. I want to do more? Right. I mean, that last one right there. Um, do I want to do more? Um, maybe maybe you feel like you should, but do you really want to? Like, are you willing to to put in the work to get yourself out of your comfort zone? Because it's not easy, you know. I mean, the people, the closest people, the five, the top five people who are closest to us um, are there because we one we've allowed them to to be there. Um, two, we allow them to remain there because now it's comfortable; it's become second nature. But the same way that those things happen, whether you feel like you you had a say or you did not, you did. And b- when you had a say then, you also have a say now to change those people, um, to change that environment if you truly want to. Right, right. And so let me give you some personal examples that I just thought oh, about. Snap. Now that Now that Junior reminded me. So I started trying to be healthy and run more last year. 
And since I started hanging around with Junior, guess what we did last year? <laughs> I convinced him to run a 10K. Yeah. So then I also started um, being friends more with Claudia Ochoa, who's a marathon runner. Mm. So yesterday I ran nine miles because I'm getting ready to Look do the you. marathon. But again, it's because of the people that you're around that, I mean... Have I mean, probably a lot of people have maybe at one time thought, oh, I'd love to run a marathon just to like cross it off my bucket list. But to really be actually training for it and like vis- visibly seeing myself cross the finish line, it took being surrounded by people that not only believed I could run it, but that also enjoy running. And I feel like even with me throwing your example in there, had you, would you have run a 10K? No. If I was not like, come on, Junior, let's do it. No. You can do it. Come on, andale, vámonos. No, I mean, I thought about it, <laughs> but I didn't want to. But that's the whole point, right? It's mm-hmm. when you get to the point where you choose to do this, mm-hmm. you believe that you could do it, and then you actually have to put in the time. Right. So, like, even yesterday, I'm like, toda la semana no había corrido más que creo que el, el lunes y el martes. I mean, cada corrida is a minimum of an hour, mm-hmm. and I'm only running three to four miles. So that's not nowhere near where I need to be for a half marathon in March. So yesterday, I'm like, okay, I'm going to commit. I went downstairs, and I said, okay, si corro cinco, I'm good. So corri, corri. Luckily, I had Carlos Restrepo's playlist, Jim Perreo. <laughs> I saw that post. <laughs> and I got, before I knew it, I had run nine miles. Which is like three quarter of the way there. So I was like, oh my gosh, so si puedo correr nueve sin así como practicar mucho. 13 something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, es muy diferente correr adentro que afuera. En el frío. En también. el frío, mm-hmm. en el calor, eh, lluvia, o dependiendo de muchas cosas. But, so, I hope that that is a, a way for us to maybe better see how the people you hang around with. And if that changes mm-hmm. from year to year, or season to season, or depending on what you're working on. I mean, even in your career. Are you becoming a better person based on the people that you hang around with, that you surround yourself with, whether it's family or friends or coworkers? Are you happy where you are? And or who are the people that maybe you're interested in meeting to be around more often to either help you get there, inspire you, or even just show you? I mean, we didn't train a lot when, when we ran the... The 10K. I, I didn't train at all. <laughs> you didn't train at all, but at least. <laughs> but I paid for it for two weeks after that. <laughs> um, but I feel like your questions, I mean, they speak to my soul. And um, I don't want to speak for our listeners, but I wonder if how your questions are also helping them think about some things that maybe they thought about, but then quickly switched to something else, but now are really thinking about it and saying, what am I doing? You know, what am I doing with my career? What do I want out of life, out of my career? Um, What do I want out of my business? Yeah, I was just going to say that. Even with your business, Mm -hmm. when you hang around, I mean, even we were talking about some business stuff earlier that maybe just things I had never thought about, you fill me in on, maybe things you hadn't thought about, I fill you on. But because we're having the conversation, and so that's Mm -hmm. what happens when the people you surround yourself have other ideas. I mean, you have to also be open to them. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. This is a really good episode. What do you guys think though? I mean, like, was, could, could you resonate with what Gabby and myself are saying? Do you feel that in some way you are 
a, a part of your environment until you decide to be more conscious to make those decisions are are going to help you get to where you're trying to go. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess what I'm taking away from this is accepting in a positive way that I am a product of my environment because a lot of things happened Mm -hmm. as a result of what I've overcome, the things that I went through, even the positive things that I was able to experience and and do, Mm -hmm. but also that I have reminding me that I have the ability to change that at any time. Right. So if I want to do something different, then who are the people that I need to speak with or talk to or get to know to grow my business Mm -hmm. or to better develop my career. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where the networking comes in. Exactly. And for more on that, listen to our, our, some of our past episodes, you know, but um, I'm reminded of something that we've, Again, we've talked about before the mindfulness, the mindfulness piece, being a little bit nicer to yourself Uh, and that level of self-awareness. You know, how am I the product of my my environment? Not the end result. I mean, to your point, um, but how am I the product and am I going to be nicer to myself for the mistakes that I've made in the past? Uh, but also, what do I need to become stronger as a as an individual for my community, for my family, for my career, for my business? Um, so again, I'm reminded of I'm reminded of mindfulness um, when you search from within, mm-hmm. you know, and necessarily look at everything that's going on around you and saying, "This is where I am because of where I am." But who am I inside, and right. what do I need for my next step? two, three, or four steps ahead. Yeah. And, and I'm going to bring it back to the assessments, which is what we started talking about in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Another reason why I like those assessments is because it allows you to do that mindfulness exercise, right? Mm-hmm. So you're providing feedback to a survey that gives you feedback, and then you decide, is this really me? Does it make sense? And then, you know, what do I do now? You have that choice to go forward mm-hmm with new information mm-hmm. um, and decide to use it to improve yourself, improve your business and better your career. And just you're all, I mean, I'm always reminded of Judy because she always talks about how she wants to create a world where people love their lives. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I mean, that what else are we here for except to love mm-hmm. our lives? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a great way of ending it right there, I think. Like the, this episode... Really, why else are we here? All right. Ya dijo uh, Junior y Gabriela. Estamos aquí con ustedes platicando, conversando. Queremos saber qué piensan. ¿Han tenido ustedes esos mismos momentos de ajá, con razón o por eso? O quizás estamos mal nosotros, pero queremos que nos dejen saber because your feedback is always kind of what inspires and drives us to to keep doing the research and to keep having these conversations yeah yeah and i would love to be wrong you know because i would love to get someone else's perspective and say hey come on come on the show like let's let's have a conversation around it because at the end of the day we we do this for our listeners so thanks so much for tuning in uh you don't have to agree uh, but we would love to, to, to hear your feedback, as Gabby said. So you know how to get a hold of us. But if you don't, we are on social media, Authentical Podcast, Facebook, Instagram. And then we also have our AuthenticalPodcast.com page as well, where you can tap on different episodes that we've had in the past, get to know a little bit about our Gabriela and I, 
uh, in the About Us section. And then you can also contact us with either topic ideas or just to share your thoughts. We love to hear them. Yes, we want to hear back from you. Have a great week. See ya. Thank you.